Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, STL Card fans. Welcome to another exciting episode of the official Redbird Rants podcast. I am your host, Tito Rivera, and I am joined by my fellow co-editor, Dr. Miles. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. I would be better if Memphis were winning, and I would be better if the Cardinals were winning, but I'm doing well. Okay, fair enough. And I'm also joined by fellow contributor, Christian how are you today? I'm doing all right. Caught a little bug, but, I mean, it's not going to keep me down. Fair enough. And, guys, let's just, just jump right into it. We had a quite horrendous weekend, and we'll get to more of that just a little later. But first we're going to talk about the playoff update, just kind of recap for STL card fans, kind of get them on the right mindset, see what we can do. Right now, the St. Louis Cardinals find themselves about six games out of the Central Division, depending on what happens today, and also four and a half games out of the wild card, dependent on depending on today as well. Guys, this last weekend kind of, like I said, was rough, and it kind of hurts. Where do you guys see this? you know, this team now going into the last 13 games right here? Uh, Well, I mean, I would think it's really sort of demoralizing to go into a series like that where you're competing with a team in your division and you're just held up to six runs in three games. I mean, it's really hard to see a, a team like this, especially with all the problems it's had this year, really recover from this. So, I mean... Mentally, I just don't think this team has enough time and just enough fortitude to really put it together to make a playoff run. Dr. Miles, what do you think? Yeah, I'm right there with you, Christian. Man, as the weekend series went on, I, I know we're going to talk about it here in just a second, but, you know, we kept seeing people say on Twitter and on Facebook that, well, if the Cardinals drop this game, the season's over. Well, if the Cardinals drop this game, the season's over. And listen, I believe that the season is over. I think it's been over for a long time. I think it was over back in May. That being said, the thing that I sort of shake my head at is the Cardinals are actually still in this. Now, do I think that they will still be in it after the Cincinnati series? Maybe not. But they could also be in a really great standing after the Cincinnati series. So there's a lot still riding on it. I mean, when you just mentioned those numbers, I was sort of reminded that there's a great possibility that they could find themselves playing in the postseason. I don't think it's going to happen, but that mathematically speaking, there is still a possibility. And I'm not flying that flag because, like I've said probably too many times in this response to you, I don't see them going to the postseason. That being said, mathematically they could okay bob nightingale um yeah 
listen, do, do I think the Cardinals are completely out of it? No, I, I personally don't think so. Um, and that's more just being the optimist because I think that given how the schedule still plays for the Cardinals and the rest of the Central Division and including the Rockies, there's still a chance that the Cardinals could sneak a wild, a wild card spot. But as we'll get to in a little bit, that's pretty much it. That's the only place I can see them. And just to update our listeners on what's going around MLB, just to, to give you guys a heads up, the Cubs actually just ended up winning 2-1 to one against the Tampa Bay Rays, so that was an obvious, uh, probably an expected win. But if the Cardinals fail to lose or fail to lose this game today, they will fall to seven games back with just 12 games remaining. And, guys, that in, in itself just kind of speaks volumes that the Central Division is it's not theirs to win this year, right? I have to agree with you. I mean, I mean seven, seven with only 12 left. That, I mean, even at six with only 12 left means that, the, to me, the division's lost. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was really hard. I mean, this was the series. T- losing three games, because, I mean, considering it's against the division leader, that's not just three half games. That's three whole games you lose. So that's just it's it really just I I think it really put it out of reach. Even if the Cardinals pick up a sweep, uh, that still would bring them within two games. Uh, it's it's going to be too tough. And I, I agree. And the Rockies play later today. They're playing the San Francisco Giants. So I mean that could be a very easy win, and probably will be an easy win for the Rockies. So again, if the Cardinals end up losing, you know. We're also talking about five and a half games out of the last wild card spot because the Brewers look like they're going to win their game. Um, so, you know, we're we're in a pretty big crunch, and unfortunately, you know, as we keep saying, you know, there's not enough time, and you know, 13 games, 12 games, there there just isn't enough time in the day to to really do this. So, hey, I have a, I've got a on. question. Oh, yeah. I've got go a question, ahead. A question if I can toss it out there to you guys. Okay, so last season, you know, the Cardinals were eliminated with only one game difference. You know, that's what it came down to one game. They couldn't win themselves. They had to wait for someone else to lose who did not. What if this season it comes down to two games difference? Because what you just mentioned was if we managed to sweep the Cubs later, if we were to, all things being equal, start a contest with them today, we would be looking at the Cardinals sitting at two games out of the division. What if that's the difference that's made at the end of the season? I mean, what's your reaction to that? Christian, would you like to go first or would you like me to? Uh, I can go first. I mean, okay. In my, I think it's more significant that just the fact that the Cardinals will have missed the playoffs in consecutive seasons. I think that in itself, even if it's just, like a, a very small margin or a very close, we they really ramp it up in the last 13 games and they really make it close. I still, with especially with the discord between Yachty and Matheny that came out, the inconsistent playing time of Fam that was obviously incredibly questionable, mismanagement of the bullpen. There are just these things where if you miss the playoffs twice in a row, you just uh, upper management can just no longer ignore these kinds of things. Yeah, I, I agree with that, and I think 
to Dr. Miles' point here about, you know, being two, instead of, you know, being a game out, but let's say two games out, you you really key on in this weekend series and how you weren't able to do that. Because remember, I, I, you know, and I wrote an article, a rant about the weekend and how I was not particularly happy with it. And we'll get into that just here in a second. But you you have no other choice but to look at that last series, this last weekend series, and say, well, what if? Or if you want to be even more cynical, why not look at all the bullpen opportunities that were blown? I mean, there were plenty of opportunities the Cardinals could should have won games, but because of ineptitude in the bullpen and prop, you know, possibly because of the manager – we weren't able to win games because if you think about it, a lot of the games that we blew that we should have won, we'd probably be in first place at this point. And because of those games, because we couldn't do that, we're now stuck looking outside in and we're probably not going to make the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I've almost come to the grips with myself that if we miss the playoffs for a second year in a row, Something will change, but you know, Dr. Miles and I have said it before. What you know, we you know we've been you know texting on Twitter here for the last couple of days and saying what 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 could possibly happen that will make this team different? Will make the leap to saying, hey, you know, no, we're no longer going to be losing games. We're going to be winning as much as we can. You know, the losses will happen, you know, and I think that's the hardest thing that every fan has to accept is that we will lose. But, you know, my reaction is if we are two games out, I look at every mistake possible and say, you know, this was this was definitely on the team as a whole. Yeah, so in that case, and I, I agree with both of you, and in that case then who stands accountable for it? Who do you hold accountable? I think that's what you were just saying, Tito. Yeah, I, if it's me, I'm I'm holding everybody accountable because I think my opinion has grown over time that you know I, you can't just blame the manager and you know a good buddy of mine and myself had a really really honest conversation about this and for as much as we want to blame Matheny because he does make some bonehead moves and again we'll get to that topic a lot later, um, but the players also have some accountability as well. And I think that's the hardest thing for fans to understand as well because it's easy to blame the manager. And it's, and, and that's kind of how it works in the real life. It's easy to blame the leader or the boss or the manager for for some mistakes or for some down for some uh, downtimes. And, and I'm no longer willing to do that. The players have to be accountable for what they do. Just like Carlos Martinez this weekend. I mean, come on. That that was the most pathetic thing I have seen in a really, really long time. And for somebody that's supposed to be our quote-unquote ace, that's unacceptable. Well, I have to tell yeah. you, I, I, knew that I, I knew that I liked both of you guys before your answers to this question, but you really solidified it with the answers. I mean, I, I wanted to jump in right after Christian said that about getting rid of Matheny, which we're going to get to later, but I knew I liked him before he said that. But, you know, that just moved both of you guys up a, a notch on my on my likability list. Christian, what well, were you going to say about, about this? 
Yeah, um, well, I, I definitely agree with you guys. I definitely do think that there's two sides to it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's hard to do much about Matt Carpenter hitting 240. It's hard to do much about Piscotty hitting 245. You know, Jorko getting hurt here and there. But at the same time, there are a lot of situations where you really got to look at it and, and ask, is Mike Matheny putting these players in the best position to succeed? Because at the end of the day, it's, it's hard for a player to succeed if they are not put in, in that sort of position. And in some cases, yes, it, it, Matheny has done it. But in a lot of cases, I mean, there have been just been things that Matheny has done that has really just screwed up a lot of the gel of the team. So, I mean, while it does fall somewhat on the players, I do tilt it slightly more toward the manager. And and that's completely fair. And I want to save all that for a little later because we are going to discuss, you know, you know, Matheny's tenure as the Cardinals manager and what to do with him. But let's move on to the second topic. And, and we've kind of, kind of already dove into it just slightly as the Cardinals going to take the lead here in the 10th inning on a double by Fowler. So they're going to be up going into the 10th inning. Uh, bottom of the tenth inning, I should say. But let's let's talk about this last week in a little bit more in detail. And Dr. Miles, I want to start with you. You know, I know I definitely have vented some frustration to you about this weekend. And again, I did write a piece about it. But I think I was the only one that really vented on Redbird Rant. So, Dr. Miles, I'm curious to to hear your uh, your reaction to this weekend series. You know, I have a piece that is in the back of my head that I, I need to sit down and write, and it, it is a vent. It, it, it's not so much of a rant, but it's a vent, and it's a vent in saying that I was not angered or upset or surprised by the series in Chicago. And I think that speaks more volumes than, for, for me at least, speaks more volumes than my actually being angry because I am now sadly resigned to the fact of who this team is. And, you know, when I saw this weekend, I, I, I hate to say it, I just wasn't surprised. And I put my attention on other things. I went to my, uh, my, my college alma mater and got to see a great game there where they just absolutely ran over the opponent. It was phenomenal. And at the exact same time of being there in person, I am checking the phone and seeing that the Cardinals have yet again dropped another, you know, that was on Saturday and all said and done. I, for me, the reaction is I wasn't surprised. And that is such a strong, 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 strong reaction from, from me, because usually I get angry and my anger it, it stems from um, a surprise or, a, or expecting them to be better. And I just, I don't think they are. All right, fair enough. Uh, Christian, I'm interested in yours as well. What do you have to me? So, you know, for me, I wasn't I'm, – I'm with Dr. Miles. I wasn't entirely surprised, but I was disappointed less in, how, like, the fact that they lost three and more in just the way they looked, the way they sort of – it just looked like they folded. It looked like they gave up and they were done. It didn't look like they really had the juice – had the urgency that you would expect going up against a division rival 
for the division with 15 games left in the season. And I think that really speaks volumes about the team as well. I mean, at the end of the day, you got to really want it. I mean, there are a lot of teams out there, a lot of fan bases out there that have been starved of championships. Like, look at the Dodgers. Like, I'm sure those guys, have they know the history. They haven't had any postseason success. They've got guys like Kershaw who have been sitting back there for years and years who will – this is their year kind of thing. And they have that. You have that every year. So you really got to want it. And I just didn't see a team that wanted it. And, I mean, that's at the end of the day. That's what I saw from this Cardinal team all season. That's why, like, even a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't very high on it. But I just – just the way that it happened was very upsetting. And it, I think it also I – don't, I don't want to keep tooting this horn, but it really speaks to the leadership of the team. Yes, and I think your your last statement there is a little loaded as well because I don't think you're just saying Matheny either, right? No, I mean at the end of the day, like there's a reason we're in this situation. It's it's like it's you got to think it's a little bit of everybody. I mean, right? You got to think that Dewitt has to take a closer look. You got to think that Gersh has to take a closer look. There, you can't just yes man to Moselle. You can't just yes man to these guys. At the end of the day. We're Larusa is gone. We don't. We can't just trust that the magic is going to just appear out of thin air because we have a genius. We got to really just. T- you got to really take a look at every aspect, and at the end of the day, you got to micro. You got to really analyze it if you want to win. Right, and gosh, this is this is difficult for me because I, I I'm a, I'm struggling with both of your guys's answers, and. Why I say that is because there is, to me, there was no turning back from this from this weekend. Um, and I know I said earlier that the Cardinals, you know, have a chance of making the playoffs, but that's that's mathematically. But this last weekend was so demoralizing and so just so bad that I don't know if the Cardinals have the mental strength to pull together and win out because that's what they have to do. I mean, they win out, they win 90 games, and that's not going to happen. If they win even 10 of the next 13 games, you know, they're at 87 wins, but that means they've only go three losses the rest of the way, and they still have four, seven games against the Cubs and the Brewers. Do we honestly think that's going to happen either? No. And so when, when you look at it from that perspective, that's why I was so angry is that you know going into this series you were 4-9 and nine entering Friday's game and you walked out of there now 4-12. Four 4-12. And 12. Four and 12. I mean, that is absolutely pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. There's no excuse not to go into Wrigley and, and only win one. That's all you had to do at, at that point. You just win one, and then you walk out of there and say, hey, you know what? We gave it our best shot. We won one. We'll look to get them the next time. But you lost three in a row? No. I, that's why it's so frustrating. That's why, I'm, that's why I was so angry and still ang- am angry, apparently, um, because <laughs> no matter what they say at this point, the pitchers, the catchers, the batters, the leadership – in general, they could not convince me 
of otherwise that they threw this, se- this, this season in the garbage can when they left Chicago. And they could yeah, make and it Tito, to the playoffs. I, I was going to add to that and say, I think they threw the season away not when they left Chicago, but whatever inning it was, I believe it was the sixth inning or the bottom of the fifth inning, right literally, after literally right after lackey lackey was thrown thrown out when yes. lackey was thrown out and contreras was thrown out there was a fire and a passion in the cardinals and i thought this is it here it is they're going to turn, they're going to right. write this ship they're going to make their way into the postseason which by the way i've i've often said i don't really want us to go to the postseason but i'm going to save that for that final piece of what we're talking about tonight but I thought they've got it. And then the wind was taken out of their sails. And quite honestly, they had no passion on Saturday. I saw zero passion on Sunday. I'm seeing flashes of the passion a little tonight, but not really. So in that regard, I'm with you and I'm angry about that. Right. And and, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Carlos Martinez, God God bless him because – He's a good pitcher. There is no doubting that. He's got great stuff. And by the way, unfortunately, have to report Memphis Redbirds did end up losing tonight, 5-3 to three, against the Durham Bulls. Um, they finish with a 97-win season and a Pacific Coast League title. So congratulations to the Memphis Redbirds because that's great, and that's awesome. And by the, way, by the way, they lost at the hands of Colton Wong's brother. He hit a grand slam that made the difference. So wow! So there you, there you go. You, you even I don't know what Colton's probably saying then at the end of this game. But back to what I was saying about Carlos Martinez. Guy's a great pitcher. He's got great stuff. But there's something I don't know what it is. But I said it in our group chat, and Christian, I want you to kind of comment on this. I've kind of been talking a lot. When you cannot throw to a base other than home on a pitch, but if you can't throw to second, you can hardly throw to first, and you can't even, you know, not even make a good crisp throw to home, and you basically blow the game, what good are you at that point? You're not an ace. You're not an ace in my opinion. What do you think, Christian? I mean – I have to agree. It's at the end of the day, you got to be fundamentally sound from the bottom up in order. You just can't do stupid things like that. I mean, look at what happened to say, for example, the, I mean, I remember very vividly the 06 world series, the Justin Verlander. Okay. He, he was a little off. Yes. But what really killed him were the horrendous misthrows to bases at the end of the day, back to win. I mean, and the other, I don't want to keep saying this, but it really goes back to if your pitchers cannot throw to a base, because we've seen this multiple times this season. It's not just Carlos. Right, we've seen by other him. Guys. No, no, by him, yeah. though. Oh, by him. I mean, right. at, at the end of the day, you got to look at, like, somebody has to look at it and be like, hey, let's work on this. Hey, what's going on? Hey. You, is it something in your – you got to – somebody's got to do something. Somebody's got to say yeah. something. I mean, you can't just let him do that. And I yeah. think it's more of like a bigger compounded problem. I think – I mean, just based with on C 
seeing him so very inconsistent with his control, very inconsistent with just the way he paces games. I mean, it could just be a mental thing. And maybe it might be a mental thing, but I'll tell you what, if that's how it's going to be, you're in the big leagues, man. (laughs) You're going to make mistakes all the time, and you have to get over those mistakes. And it's obvious the way that his season has gone, it's, you know, all, I mean, Dr. Miles, help me out here. What was the number one thing going into this season with Carlos Martinez was what? I mean, he had to be the ace. Right, and he had to be mature enough, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He had to did you grow see, into and did the you role. See that? Right, and, did you, and have you seen that this year? I don't think so. Right, and so, and so that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm so frustrated with this is because that game was there for the winning. Dr. Miles, you said it perfectly. Lackey's gone. Contreras is gone. That heat of the moment was all the adrenaline the Cardinals needed to take that game. And what does he do? Walks a guy, gives up two hits, walks another guy, throws the ball away. Game over. The Cardinals were done as soon as he threw that ball away. Because had he made that throw, that's a double play ball. And they're out of the inning, and it's only a 3-2 to two game. And the game ended up uh, being an 8-2 to two score. So that's the difference yeah, and- between a good, a good team and a bad team, and that's why I'm so frustrated, because the Cardinals have shown that they can be a good team, but they refuse to do it when it matters most. Yeah, and they refuse to do it on their own. What, what this team has relied on since the Rally Squirrel World Series is something to be the external burst to give them the impetus to win. And we saw that happen when the cat ran out onto the field and then Yachty hit his home run. It's always an external something. And so when I saw Lackey get ejected, which was, to me, to me honestly, the best moment of the 2017 season – that yeah. and seeing Contreras tossed right behind him. I mean, honest to God, that to me, number one of all of 2017 is that exact moment. I could watch it every day. It is the one thing that's going to help me get through the winter months. But when that happened, I thought, there it is, guys. There's your external factor that you can rally around, that you can rush through. And then they came out, and like you said, Carlos threw that away. But then it wasn't just when Carlos threw it away. Okay, that's a mistake. But then everybody else out there, all nine positions, allowed the wind to be completely taken out of their sail. Now, sure. that, is a player, that is a player issue, but then you have a manager who sits guys down and says, pick the wedgie out of your butt crack and get out there and play better. That's what a good manager does. And what we right. had of instead is the soggy piece of white bread laying out there that how he walks out of the beginning is what you see. I mean, rarely is there really any passion. There's rarely any, I mean, and, and then he makes ludicrous statements like we don't watch the, the standing, you know, we got to go win the day. Well, you haven't won the day. You consistently lose the day. So anyway, that I'm, I am frustrated with you, but I was more frustrated from the fact that I was not surprised by the outcome of the weekend. Yeah, and, and before we go any further, and Christian, we'll get some final thoughts from you here in a second. I, I do want to take a second to pause 
so we can get a quick break in. You are listening to the official Redbird Rants podcast. Stick with us. Okay, welcome back to the official Redbird Rants podcast. I'm your host, Tito, and I'm joined by Dr. Miles and Christian, and the Cardinals are struggling right now to finish off a game right now in the bottom of the tent as uh, Scooter Jeanette, who has absolutely destroyed Cardinal pitching this year, hits another home run against them and makes the game 8-7 to seven with no outs in the 10th inning. Guys, we were just talking about the weekend reaction, and you guys listened to me vent even more outside of my own piece. And and I said you, I was surprised by your guys' reactions. Christian, is, is it fair to say that based on this last series, you you would be willing to part with some of the players that were playing that game? For instance, Matt Carpenter, for instance, Stephen Piscotti, I don't know, just to name a few players? Uh, I mean, I would say I've been. those The names that you've thrown out, I think I – Matt Carpenter, I think, is an interesting, a very interesting situation. I think that he would be good to keep around just solely off of, at the end of the day, if you get rid of Matt Carpenter, when you look at the, the veteran presence you have in the locker room, like in the, from the position players, you have Yadier Molina. And that's it, really. So I think just as a, a veteran player who you can count on, who has proven that he can play at a consistent level in the MLB, this could just be a down year. He's someone that I would be a little bit more hesitant to give up. But a guy like Stephen Piscotti, who's still, who's just 26, who isn't that kind of veteran leadership, who really hasn't proven that he can consistently produce, and at the end of the day, who is in a rather kind of a crowded outfield. I mean, guys like Steven Piscotti, I've been ready to get rid of. I don't think this game in particular did anything for me. I think it's more of like a seasonal, a seasonal uh, buildup. But I would like to just draw attention to one more thing that sure. kind of transitions into this, that to the next topic that was really talking about the Cardinals. I wrote an article earlier in the year about this, but like surmisingly, uh, it was toward the middle, so it was like it was still like we still had some hope for this particular statistic. Look, the Cardinals won three road series against divisional rivals this season. Three of them. They played ten, and they only won three. That right there, they got. There was a. They lost seven in June. They lost seven in a row. Three in Wrigley. Four in Cincinnati. Just completely outplayed just it was not good and I just think that things like that really sort of tell you where the team was yeah that's that's actually that's a really great statistic actually and it kind of mirrors something that I talked about in one of my other pieces about you know whenever this whole 22 games left in the season started was that the Cardinals at the time were 23 and 31 against their own division and much to what you're saying, that just speaks volume to how poorly the Cardinals have played against the division. I mean, they can't even beat the Reds 
consistently. The only team they can beat is the Pittsburgh Pirates, and even then they didn't. They haven't particularly played them that well either. Uh, Dr. Miles, I want to just want to give get you a chance to kind of get some reaction to what Christian just said uh, about those road road series. You know, I hadn't ironically had not seen that statistic. And so I, I know it's a podcast and nobody can see it, but my jaw hit the floor. That was something that I think I knew, but I didn't know those numbers per se. And I hadn't looked at them. So Christian, thank you, man, for sharing that. That is, that's pitiful. And yeah, you know, to, to respond to your question, Tito, about the players yeah. and what players might be okay for them to, to depart. Uh, listen, I, I think if we have stayed consistent, which we have, all three of us in this podcast thus far, we've talked about the leadership, the lack of leadership. We've talked about the blame being to Matheny and the blame being to the players and all that. And I think if we're going to take that approach, and I certainly do take that view, then I think that we have to say – Every name is on the table, and every name can go. I'm not saying that you want every name to go, but if we cannot, the, the three of us who are the smartest guys in baseball right here, right now, if the three of us cannot pinpoint the one or two linchpins that are the reason that the Cardinals have a lack of leadership or a lack of spunk or a lack of fire or a lack of dot, 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 uh, to use a Bob Lee um, ellipses there, you know, if if we can't figure that out right now, then I don't know that you say anybody's off the table. And and I even say that, and, and please, guys, don't burn an effigy of me because I don't believe that Yadier Molina is going anywhere. He is the face of the franchise. But I think you say to the entirety of the Cardinals organization, certainly those that were in the majors, this is not good enough and every name is on the table. Yeah, and – and that's a tough, and I, I will admit it is a tough question to answer sometimes because there are certain people that the Cardinals can't win without, and Yadier Molina is certainly one of them. Um, to me, can I get rid of those two that I mentioned or either? Yeah, absolutely, I could. Um, and I'll tell you why. The Memphis Redbirds just won 97 games. <laughs> You have the talent. You have The Cardinals have the talent, and this is my thing. In the real world, the way it works is you are as indispensable as the next person, and that includes yourself. You know, you are indispensable for as long as the company sees fit. And that's the same way that this organization needs to be run. If you're not going to produce, if you're not going to perform, that's it. That's how it goes. And I think you kind of saw that with Mike Leake a little bit. If you're not going to, you know, if you're not going to produce after we gave you all that money, I'll find somebody that'll take you. Sure. You may not like the move or maybe our players don't like the move, but Hey, if you're not going to perform, that's, that's on you. That's not on us. And at the end of the day, and that's why, you know, earlier today, that's why I was saying like, my opinion has changed over time that maybe it's not just, it's not always the manager. It's at the end of the day, the players to perform that game. It's on Carlos Martinez to make that throw home. And it's on Matt Carpenter to not strike out with the bases loaded with a potential to take the, you know, take the lead or at least tie. But here we are, you know, 
with you know now 12 games out, and let's transition into this next topic. We're 12 games out as the Cardinals do pick up a win in Cincinnati in dramatic fashion. And, and guys, 12 games left in the season. Two more against the Reds before going to Pittsburgh for three, and that'll be the last road tr- road trip for the Cardinals. Let's talk about this the rest of this week before moving into the last seven games of the season. Christian, is it fair to say that if the Cardinals want to make the you know make the playoffs, they can't lose this week? Uh, I would say yeah, I would say that's safe to say, um, especially considering the schedule. Um, at the end of the day, I don't think the with the loss this weekend, I don't really think that the Cardinals' destiny is in their hands anymore. I mean, so at at the end, I mean, at the end of the day, it's really in the hands of the Rockies and the Cubs. It's really up to them to lose. So I think the Cardinals, obviously, they really just have to win all that they can at this point because they're way too far behind right now. Doctor Miles, what do you think? You know, I think that. Christian just said the most intelligent statement uh, to use a, um, a Donald Trumpism. I think that, you know, we are some really, we're making things great right now and we're really intelligent people here. What Christian said was the, the destiny of the Cardinals is no longer in their hands. How frighteningly accurate is that statement? And in addition to that, by the way, that's how it was last season. That's how it has really been. If we look back, even in the early seasons when Matheny was winning, the Cardinals never really grabbed and owned their own destiny. They always left it in the hands of someone else. And I think that's exactly what we're seeing. To answer your question, do they have to win out the whole week? I think you have to say yes. But even in winning out, as Christian pointed out, that even if they win every game they play this week, it, it, their destiny is still relying on someone else to lose. And right. that, I'm sorry, that is not a postseason team. Yeah, and it's difficult. It's difficult to really defend as well. You know, you know, if you jump on Cardinals Twitter right now, and I'm sure if you ran a poll, I would probably say 97 percent would say the Cardinals aren't making the playoffs. And, you know, I would, I would hold out on the, you know, the 3% that I would want to ask why those three percenters would say yes. Um, and that's obvi- an obvious guess. But, you, you know, you look at the other teams. As I said, the, the Colorado Rockies, they, they play the, the Giants for four, I think, and the Padres for three the rest of the or for the rest of this week and then they play Miami and then they play Los Angeles who probably won't do anything cuz they'll probably rest their pitchers and that's fair the the Brewers and Cubs do intrigue me though because the Brewers have four against uh four against the Cubs at Milwaukee and then three with the Cardinals conversely you know the the Cardinals have this weekend, four against the Cubs, and then three against the Brewers, and then the Cubs, um, they have a pretty easy schedule, which is, you know, really difficult to say because they shouldn't have 
any problem finishing this division up by this weekend, to be honest. So, you know, they have the four against Milwaukee, or four against Milwaukee, four against St. Louis, and then three against Cincinnati. So there is still some intrigue there that I can see. But, yeah, they have to win these six, these six games this week if they want a chance. If they lose one, it's over. I, I will firmly plant my flag and say, you know what, I'm, I hope they win the rest of these games, but they're not making the playoffs, and that's unfortunate. And I, and I hate to say that about the team because I, I, I believe that I'm a huge Cardinal optimist, but it just it, I don't see it happening. And so let's talk about those last seven games quickly. Um, guys, those last seven games against the Cubs and the Brewers, Dr. Miles, if, if somehow the Cardinals manage to climb within, you know, three games, let's say, is it, is it more important for the Cardinals to save face or to really give it a shot? Wow. Um, I was not really expecting that question. That's, that's a great question. I think it's more important that they say faith. That being said, I think there's enough delusion in the Cardinals organization. And I mean the the whole organization, Mosaic, Gersh, Matheny, Mabry, Lilliquist. I think there's some significant delusion that if they got close, they would think, even if they have, you know, the icicle chance in hell, they're going to push hard to do it instead of saving face and looking towards the future. Yeah, I got to agree, okay. Dr. Miles. I mean, yeah, um, I just, at the end of the day, this the Cardinals management, I don't see a hard rebuild. I don't see like a rebuild type of mentality out of them. I mean, I, I was hoping to when they traded leak, but then they start doing all this other stuff, put, bringing up all these other players, putting up that I'm just like, I, you don't really know what their direction is. So, I mean, I would think, shoot, sorry. I just literally just lost my track of thought. <laughs> wow. So, so did I the Cardinals. Yeah, basically, I mean, that's basically Cardinal Cardinals. Sorry, I completely lost my train of thought there. That's okay. That, I, mean, we're, I mean, we're just, you know, again, I just, I'm asking just in general, if, you know, if they're three games out with it, by the time this four-game series arrives, you know, if they say, whether they say face or they actually go for it, because, you know, realistically, you know, that's still mathematically possible, especially, you know, with the with the Cubs still having to 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 play after the uh, their series with the Cardinals, so you know what do you you know what do you say to that? Right. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I definitely. I mean, I definitely see them going for it. As I was saying, they're really not a team that like wants to rebuild. So I mean, you definitely have to imagine that if they see a chance to make the playoffs, I mean, there are fan. I mean, considering how many how many fans out there. are have, we're still optimistic even be, like before. If you look or think about the sort of feeling of the Cardinals before this whole Chicago series, I mean, at the end of the day, there was a lot of people who were still hopeful that could, they could make the playoffs. I mean, if you really want to look at it in 
the in like a optimistic perspective. I'm gonna play real devil's advocate here. If say Car- if the Cardinals can win out these this week, all they they really need the Cubs or the Brewers to lose just two games, and they have a real shot to go after them. So with that in their minds, with Matheny and with all these guys who are very anti-rebuild, very proponent to they, – they want to see their veterans succeed. They want to see their hometown guys succeed. I mean, you've you got to think – I mean, there's no way that they're not going to go for it. Right. Okay, guys. We've got about a minute or so left, and I want you guys to give me the number one reason in 20 seconds. We'll start with you, Dr. Miles. The number one reason why Mike Matheny should be fired. Go. Um, because I'm an asshole. No, <laughs> no. The, the, the real reason. The real reason. Um, Matheny is a masterful planner on paper but he cannot respond within a game. And that is the reason that he should be fired. Okay. Fair enough. Christian, 20 seconds. One reason, number one reason Matheny should go. Uh, number one reason Matheny should go is he tries to be too much like Larusa and that he's stubborn and that he tries to overmanage players. Um, and at the end of the day, he just doesn't have the intelligence to do that. The baseball intelligence to do that. That's why he should be fired. Fair enough, guys. Okay, so my main reason, and I'll keep it very, very simple, bullpen management. How many games have we lost? How many times have we seen the Cardinals' bullpen, because of the ineptitude of Matheny, lose games and look where we are now? Guys, that's going to wrap it up for the rest of this show. Please, please, guys, if you're listening to us, make sure to listen to our official Redbird Rants podcast and go to redbirdrants.com. For Christian and Dr. Miles, my name is Tito. We'll see you. Have a good night. Go Cards.